This might sound ungrateful, and I don't necessarily mean it to be that way, but you know what I can't stand as a Christmas gift? What's that? Christmas-themed decorations or products, services, anything that I cannot use until literally 365 days from the day you gave it to me. Oh, jeez. This is the best ugly Christmas sweater ever. I'll be sure to pile it in the back of my fucking closet until I can use it again thanks, next year. Thanks for the Christmas ornament. You know the tree's coming down at 8 p.m. tonight, right? I can't wait to <laughs> wrap this in protective bubble wrap and put it in my basement like to not be seen for 11 fucking months. I'm sure all these things are lovely, and I appreciate you thinking of me when you bought it, but I'm not going to use this. The worst, yeah, so... I had something like that happen, so I, I got some stuff uh, for the wife. Like some, she likes uh, like weird kooky socks, right? You know, with like patterns and this on it, right? Mm-hmm. And so I bought some of that stuff and like some Christmas earrings and like a t-shirt. And I'm like, well, I can't give this to her for a gift. Mm-hmm. Be, like one of them was, it was a yellow shirt and it has the Grinch on it. The cartoon one, but it also has the list from Jim Carrey where he's like talking about all the things he has to do. And that's mm-hmm. why he can't go to the, the hubilation. Yeah. And so it's written on the shirt. I'm like, oh, that'd be great. That's cool. And then the other one I got was a, a Christmas tree cake. You know, the little Debbie Christmas yeah. tree cakes. Yeah, yeah. Delicious. Yeah. And it says like, tis the season on it, right? I'm like, well, I can't fucking buy that to her and give it to her on Christmas. Because... There's an, like we've talked about so much, there's an order of operations with things. Mm-hmm. There's a, a natural progression and things start, things exist, and then things end. Yeah. So what I have to do? I had to buy them and just give them to her prior to yeah. Christmas. And you know what? That that helps you out because you don't have to deal with any awkwardness that might happen Christmas Day. And she gets to enjoy the use of those things leading up to the holiday. Right. I'm, but at the same time, I mean, I'm buying presents that I can't put on as presents so huh. then i have to buy more presents to be actual presents hey, you didn't have to buy them this is I know, on you i know but it was one of those ones though where, but that's that's the point one of the it's not exactly the same thing at work we talked about this last week and i don't know if i mentioned it i always get a uh like a gift card for honey baked ham mm-hmm. super great gift from one of my uh subcontractors and a bunch of us get them. But it, you always always get it like the last week right. of it. But it's always after I've already purchased the Dearborn ham from a guy Correct. in there on the fundraiser, right? So then I have to hang on to this honey-baked ham gift card until Easter or Thanksgiving like I did this year. Right. So it just sits and waits and waits and waits. And, and now you have worse. to remember to not lose it and to always right. – because every day of your life it will sit on your dress and you'll go – Man, I can't wait till I can use this in 274 days. That'll Thanks be great. Thanks for the light-up Christmas necktie that I <laughs> just can only wear on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Right. I mean, what am I going to do with this? And it's also bad when it's when it's a relative or somebody who will be at the following Christmas, right? The next year's Christmas. Because now I have to make sure I can't lose it. And now there's onus, right? Gotta find it. And I gotta. it's gotta make an appearance. You have to, like, put it in the tote that goes in the basement with all, like, the Christmas ornaments. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, why Why is this sweatshirt in here? So I didn't fucking lose it yep. or throw it away. 
because both would have happened. So yeah. So I think good, point. Uh, good shout. Yeah. So it's the Christmas season. This is our garage time Christmas special slash festivus special. So uh, let's just get into it. Christmases ago, I went to buy a doll for my son. I reached for the last one they had, but so did another man. As I rained blows upon him, I realized there had to be another way. What happened to the doll? It was destroyed. But out of that, a new holiday was born. A festivus for the rest of us. That must have been some kind of doll. She was. As you are listening, it is festivus. As we are recording, it is about T-minus, what's that, 35 minutes? Yep, yep, 35 minutes until it is Festivus. Uh, for those who are not familiar with the wonderful holiday, Frank Costanza just gave you a general overview of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not an easy holiday to follow, right? Nope. The Costanzas were driven out of Bayside. Uh, for their beliefs. Yeah, they are persecuted. People are persecuted That's, across this great nation, I'm sorry to say. It's it's unfortunate. But you know, um we're gonna we're gonna mix it up a little bit and we're gonna we're gonna lead because today is Festivus and uh, we'll get to Christmas. Mm-hmm. But you know, there are some things that come you know we've we've uh we've constructed and set up the pole. Mm-hmm without tinsel because tinsel is extremely distracting right um bagels we've gotten rid of all of the bagels in the house festivus yes bagels no bagels no we're back on strike at h&h that's right um and i think we've we've got the tapes out from past festivus to listen to Mm -hmm. prior to dinner and the feats of strength um but again for those who are not familiar let me let me just paint a picture of what happens at the festivist dinner. Um, Frank Costanza describes it best by saying, At the festivist dinner, you gather your family around and tell them all the ways that they have disappointed you. So this is where we uh, sit and we welcome uh, newcomers especially. Mm. So all of you welcome newcomers. And the tradition of festivist begins... With the airing of grievances, and we we sell we shall do such right now. Indeed, because we got a lot of problems with you people, and now you're going to hear about it. And I'd like to start, and I'm looking directly at you, Star of Bethlehem, or at least I think I am, because I can't see where the fuck you are. Hmm. You show up after 800 years of doing who knows what on a cloudy night. Okay, I thought you were supposed to be the star that lit the way for the three wise men to find baby Jesus. But here you are, allegedly, apparently, in the southwest sky. I don't know. No one can see you. Man, you couldn't guide a moth to a flame. I got better guidance from my high school guidance counselor. 
I got better guidance from a non-updated Garmin from 2002. And for those of you who are too young to remember what Garmin is or don't know, this was back in a prehistoric time where phones didn't have screens or the internet and neither did your car. So you had to buy something, stick it to your windshield, plug it into your cigarette lighter, and it would hopefully tell you where the hell you needed to go. Ship drivers, I'm looking at you and other assorted grocery delivery services. If I see you one more time in the self-checkout 10 items or less with a cart full of goods that you are breaking up into 13 different transactions, it might come to blows. Take your three train locomotive-looking carts to a register that has a cashier and a no limit and do your many transactions there. That will be irritating, yes, if I'm still behind you, but get out. Get out of the self-checkout 10 items or less. Just because you break them into smaller transactions does not mean that you get to sit there for three hours and checking out. That milk's going to go bad by the time you're done checking out all these things. If I see it again, I'm ending it. You may have started it. I'm finishing it. Netflix, you're raising your prices again? Again? I mean, for what? You guys didn't even do anything great this year. I mean, what what magnum opus, what studio-defining feature did you put out this year that warrants going back further into our pockets again? Oh, that's right. I remember you produced a documentary that centered around a meth-head hillbilly who owned uh, a big cat sanctuary, right? That's what you did. And it also featured a woman who uh, fed her husband to the tigers and somehow isn't arrested. And back to the meth head hillbilly man who also moonlights his Millie Vanilli and opened a restaurant called Zooters. Yeah, that's what you did, okay? This isn't the English patient, okay? You didn't put out some blockbuster special effects giant like Saving Private Ryan, okay? And short of you going across to the BBC and purchasing all their original shows and then branding it as a Netflix original. Okay, you're not giving us anything that we need. So quit the bullshit. Stop going into our pockets for nothing and a dollar here and a dollar there and start putting out some real content. All right? My friends, my family, all of you who are hygienists, maybe lucky enough to be dentists, nurses, maybe even doctors. I don't know how to stress this enough. I don't fucking care, and moreover, I don't fucking want to see on your social medias the plaque being, some ungodly amount of plaque being scraped off somebody's gross teeth, or some festering pus-filled wound, just because you're not disgusted by it doesn't mean I'm not eating pizza while scrolling down Instagram. Keep that shit to yourselves. Go find a community on Facebook who likes it. I'm sure there are plenty, whether they're actual doctors or not. I'm sure there's plenty there to see it. I don't want to see that shit. Nobody wants to see that shit. And please, stop putting it on your public profile. Myself, and more importantly, uh, myself when it comes to playing fantasy football. So, in spite of myself, for all of the Rain Men-esque qualities I have when it comes to the NFL and players and stats and how much I love the game... I couldn't pick a winner if it were to save my life. And when I do, okay, when I do, things like this year happen. What might that be? I don't know. I took, in in order, Saquon Barkley, um, Kenny Galladay, Dak, 
and then Amari Cooper. Three of them are fucking dead, and the fourth one might as well be. All right? I'm the same person that in fantasy baseball had Jose Fernandez, who promptly then killed himself in a boat accident high on coke. That only happens to me. All right? Just once, I would like to enter December and be in the hunt for playoffs. Because the last time I was in the playoffs at the work uh, fantasy football, I forgot to finalize my roster moments before kickoff, and I ended up losing out on $700 by making the finals. So I understand what heroin must be like because this is not any good for me, yet I still can't quit it. Listen to me, people, please, for the love of God. Nobody wants to hear the clicking and the tapping of your phone and fingers because you left your touch sound on on your phone. I don't need to hear the 8,000-word essay that you're composing to Jessica about while Tyler, why Tyler's being a dick to you today. I don't care. I don't need to hear you misspell a 10-letter word and then hear click, 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 click as you backspace to delete that last two sentences. I don't care about it. Put it on silent or put the phone away. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. TikTok. I thought you were banned. How the fuck are you still around? Did I just imagine that the government banned you? I could have swore you were gone, right? But here you are, still infecting us all. I would like to have my wife back, okay? She loves watching that shit. And for me personally, I can't stand it. And some of you might say, well, what difference is it than Vine? At least Vine had original content. But if I have to watch one more boss boy mom lip sync over some stupid shitty song in her kitchen while she points to the right, left, and above her at the four reasons why your goals haven't manifested themselves to you, I'm going to measure the distance from the tarmac of the Ambassador Bridge down to the Detroit River uh, analog manually. And what I mean by that is I'm going to throw myself off the fucking bridge face first into the water. Shoppers, and you know who you are. If you don't start returning your carts to the cart corral, you and the ship drivers are going to be sharing the same dirt net. I swear to God, you lazy pieces of fossilized dog shit, if you don't take your cart which has four wheels on it and roll it the 27 feet that it takes to get to the closest cart corral and not, you know, on the sidewalk, not in a handicapped spot, not filling a normal parking spot that I need to get into because it's Christmas Eve and I need to buy a ham. Take your carts back to the cart corral, or you and the ship driver will be sharing a dirt net. Imagine just thinking, ah, I could leave this cart here. Mm -hmm. I mean, who the fuck are you? And if any of you out there are this person, you are not exempt. No. We are talking directly to yeah. you. I can't stand it. And it's one of the reasons I don't go grocery shopping with my children. Not because I, I lash out, but it, it's a good chance that mm. it may happen. It's right under the surface. So it's right there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mitigate the risk, right? We're going to do the opposite of what people in Pompeii did. We're going to mitigate the risk by not living under a volcano. Mm -hmm. So I'm just not going to take my children to the grocery store where this may very well happen. Because holy shit. Mm. Holy shit. 
Take your fucking carpet. That's all it is. I feel good. Do you have, do you have any more grievances I mean, that need airing? Because I'm I can go all day. Um, <laughs> let me let me just get one more out real quick. <clears throat> Screen sharing services, video conferencing services. I'm looking at you. I'm talking directly to you. How fucking hard can it be to get your engineers and programmers to come together and say people are video conferencing a lot this year? People are watching TV a lot this year. Let's get something together to where we can video conference, screen share, have it sync up, and volume all be at a normal level. There are some that are out there. They're all shit. I've used them. They all suck. I don't understand how hard it is. You have engineers on the payroll who are working from home. They've been working from home before the, in the before times. Get them together. Take the video conferencing, take the screen sharing, and let's force this union together. I'm sick of it. In the before times. I love it. In the before times. I'm going to tell my children that when they Mm -hmm. get older and they start to forget. It was the before times. (laughs) Yes. Gather around, youngins. Let me tell you about the before times. Mm. This summer has lasted for 18 years. You don't know what the winter was like. Speaking of lasting forever, um, you shared this with me and our buddy Mike earlier today. The the Polish man, right? Mm-hmm. On was it the London? It was Bridge? on the London Bridge. Who stabbed the terrorist with a narwhal tusk mm-hmm. from the wall of a bar? Mm-hmm. Happened a year ago today, and I would like to enter to the record. I think that's absolute horseshit. There's no way that happened a year ago. Yeah, no, I, I, I that's like three years had ago. Had to have minimum. at least been a decade. Yeah, I mean, I minimum. I, this, it, dude, I don't know. I, I saw that and I went, no, nope, that's not. A, I when I the, my first reaction when seeing the photo of the man wielding the the tusk and jamming it into the abdomen of a terrorist, I went, oh yeah, that that's what Alex needed right there. That's what Daddy needed. Good. And memories. then I saw the date and I went, no way. Now wait a minute. <laughs> I don't believe that one bit. I don't believe that one bit. But anyways, I digress from our our holiday extravaganza. Now, we're not together. If we were, maybe the feats of strength would take on and Festivus wouldn't end until one of us pinned the other. Indeed. But 2020 is as such that the feats of strength will have to wait. Yeah, I mean, I think we can I think we can take in uh, uh, take in its place. All of us having, um, well, all of us is presumptuous and incorrect. Uh, but those listening and those recording this podcast have survived um, at least um, what is almost all of 2020. Um, so 2020 was a feat of strength. Indeed, in itself it was. And uh, 2021, we're not going to make any uh, comments about it. We're just going to sneak nope. in the door. Uh, we're not going to make any noise when we enter. We're just going to open the door quietly and sit down in the corner and hopefully nobody notices us. It's going to be like when you show up to lecture hall late. Mm-hmm. You're like, uh, just, and it's the professor that takes attendance. Yep. You're like, oh, I'm just going to sit back here. You're like holding the door all the way till it's closed. Yep. Yeah. With the handle we're not turned. Gonna, not going to make a bunch of fuss. Not going to make a noise. No one is allowed to say that 2021 is their year. Nope. We're going to keep that shit under wraps. Yep. If I see anybody saying it, you're going to be on airing of grievances next year. I'll, I'll oh write it down immediately. With a fucking bullet. Yep. 
with a fucking bullet. But so given that uh, this is Festivus, when you're hearing Festivus Eve for us, still 20 minutes countdown. Um, but we got the grievances out. There's no feats of strength to be done um, as we sit here. Uh, so let, let, let's take the, the next step in, in this week's progression of holidays and, and look forward to Christmas that happens on Friday uh, of this week. So I think first and foremost, you've all been waiting for it, all, all you gentlemen out there. Um, you can now finally, you are allowed to go to the store and begin shopping now. That is, you are released from your bonds, uh, your chains that have been holding you back. That's right. It's time. Yeah. So it's, it's, we release you into yes, the wild. Indeed. Go for it. Guys, it is by the time you're listening to this, the 23rd. So, you know, for some of you early birds mm-hmm. that like to get out there and get things done super early mm-hmm. before any of the real rush yep. starts. Yep. Yep. Get out there today on the 23rd and, and see if you can't find some deals. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for the rest of you, the, the more traditional mm-hmm. folks, uh, the 24th, well, it's right there. Yep, got all day. One more day after uh, after listening to this today, and and it'll be your turn to get out there. Mm-hmm. Um, would be, I don't I don't want to say you should ask your wife uh, for some ideas yet. It might be a bit premature. Yeah, maybe until about when you're at eight the mall o'clock on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, when you're at the mall, maybe give a phone call when you're standing in I line say, hey. with a couple mismatched uh, nightgowns or something. Hey, babe, what size are you? Yeah. Just questions like that. Mm-hmm. Buy clothes. Women love when guys buy clothes for them. Yeah. Because there's they, they don't care if it's too big or too small. Mm-hmm. It definitely doesn't make them feel one way or the other. Nope. So you're not going to ruin your Christmas by buying clothes for your wife. So just go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't All need any of that is... gift receipt nonsense. Throw the receipt out when no. you get it. Just tell them, put it in no. the garbage. I don't need it. Uh, Absolutely. And, and definitely, you know, uh, uh, this, this is a tip and a trick that you'll only uh, receive here at Garage Time. Um, you know, some places will wrap for you. Um, and, and so you don't have to do it, guys, when you get home that evening. Uh, which, you know, I, I, there's nothing that uh, the women folk like better than efficiency when it comes to, to gifts and Correct. things like that. So, so a store paid for and done gift wrapping uh, service. Uh, I, I think that will really just enhance the uh, uh, um, uh, the gift just overall, really. If not, don't be afraid to just buy a bunch of gift bags. Mm-hmm. Now, I know tissue paper can seem a bit, well, what the fuck do I do with this? Mm-hmm. Just crumble that shit up. Like, pretend like it's your sock and underwear drawer. Don't make it neat. Don't make it nice. Just crumble that shit together to where you can't see where one piece ends and the next one begins. Right. And just shove that shit down in the bag. Mm-hmm. It'll be perfect. Yeah. So you'll have a bunch of bags everywhere. And and you know, um, push comes to shove, a good a good Meyer or Kroger bag, depending on where you are in the country. Uh, those plastic bags you get from the grocery store. Wrap it up, couple some pieces of Scotch tape. Never know the yep. difference. Also, something that people really enjoy um, is when you buy. So you're gonna have to find who's deserving of this gift, uh, but but. Whoever gets it will sure to sure to love it. Um, the old Russian doll trick, right? You mm-hmm. buy a big ass box, and then maybe a smaller one, and pack it in, and keep going in different tiers, and really, you know, and then make the gift like post-it notes or something. Yeah, really well, get that you know, keychain in as big as box as you can find. It's just a it's just a great time, and and the humor will not be lost on anybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody at your your Christmas morning or whenever that gift is given 
they'll all be uh, surely there to appreciate you. Uh, one of my favorite things about Christmas, now that I'm a father, right? I got two boys, uh, you know, six and four. Is there's this really awesome natural moment that happens on Christmas morning, and it's 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 uh, it only happens for dads. Which is cool because there's not a lot of things like that that happen, mm-hmm. right? Moms get a lot of firsts, um, deservedly so. Indeed. A lot yeah. of their firsts come because they do unbelievable uh, uh, things that guys couldn't mm-hmm. or wouldn't do. But this one's great because there's a moment that happens a few times, right? And then it's as your kids are opening their gifts and this sheer elation and joy washes over their face as they realize what is in this box, this present that has been gifted to them. Mm-hmm. And if you could pan and look at yourself or if, or if you're a mom or an uncle or whatever, and you look at dad and you see this boyish cheer and bewilderment as he is just seeing what he has got yes. for his child for the, for the first, first time. time at the exact same fucking time as Deep. the kids are. Oh, what you got there? Oh, thanks, Dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No problem, sport. No problem. You you earned it. What is, what it? Yeah, you earned it. Yeah, go, yeah, go that, ahead and show right. it to the family. Yeah, turn it around. What does that say on the back? Hang on. Yeah, no, hang on. No, let us see it. Let us yeah. see it. Oh, yeah, super soaker. Yeah. Yeah. I knew you wanted it. Knew you wanted it. can't wait it. till summer. You can really, really test that out around the neighborhood. That, that, and what is probably, uh, if that's the most joyous part, is, is sharing in, in the surprise along with your children's gifts. Um, it, the, the, what's got to be second on the tier is, and this comes as, it is a two-tier system here, is when the first present is open, not being prepared with the trash bag, and then jumping oh. for joy to run to the kitchen to go get the trash bag. Fucking e-break. And then to come back, and from there on out, you are trash bag man. When, oh, don't, nope, don't put that down. Go ahead and crumple it up and throw it across the room to old dad over here who's got the, got the trash bag set up. Yeah, I mean, that's got to be number the, two right there. The ceremonious um, piling of gifts of yourself as dad mm-hmm. like they keep being handed to you but you just don't open them, nope, set them until down. you are forced to yes. right you're like, oh, i'm just oh, paying attention i'm cleaning up mm-hmm. it's weird because it's just like again it's like you know lion tackle gazelle ingrained in the dna mm-hmm. when you become a dad these things just they happen they just come out you know you've you've always had this in you and then it's like a sleeper cell in your brain, and yep. it's just activated. Manchurian candidate. You know. I know I have all of these Christmas gifts. I'm just not going to open any of them nope. until I start to get yelled at by people. That must be I what can't... the Christmas the Christmas music. You need. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You onto something? I think I might have something here. What if the Christmas music is the triggering factor for a Manchurian candidate type thing? Sleeper cell, right? Uh. Family Guy's got that bit that turns Meg into a Russian agent that uh, the Italian family at the next table sure is quiet. And she light flips in her head and she picks okay. up the phone and starts speaking Russian. She's calling into home base. What if the Christmas music that starts the day after Halloween in some cases triggers oh. in people's heads, more specifically probably father's heads and, and, and the male persuasion? Actually, maybe not. 
and it, it's it's literally it's Christmas time. It's 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 whatever whatever happens. Everything you see in this in this in this season, good, bad, and otherwise, is triggered. And then the minute the Christmas music stops on Christmas Day, everything's back to normal. See, that's the weird. So, I absolutely love Christmas, like we've talked about. I've and especially because this year being what it is, and it's not such a big, huge get together and rah rah rah. Um. I'm already starting to be like, oh man, it's the week of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh God. What am I going to do after this? All the fun shit's about to go away. Things aren't going to be cool. It's just going to be gray and fucking miserable. Mm-hmm. But like Christmas hasn't even happened and I'm already like post Christmas right. depressed. Now we're just like Christmas. Don't show up. Take as long as you want to stay over there. I enjoy Christmas and Christmas Eve, but as you get older, you realize that the time that is Christmas Day, although it happens three days after the shortest day of the year, mm-hmm. it really does feel like the absolute shortest day of the year. Indeed. Just evaporates, dissipates right before you. But I'm I'm excited about this year. So we're doing like we did for Thanksgiving, where uh my in-laws will be over Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And then you guys, you and mom and dad, you'll be over Christmas Day. Yeah. It's going to be a little tricky. So I actually have to work Christmas Eve for a bit. As do I. Got to go to the plant for a little. And then we're going to, we're actually doing something kind of cool. So we're doing uh, like a Italian buffet. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do like a pan of lasagna, a pot of Alfredo, uh, and then a pan of uh, like stuffed shells. I can just, you know, grab a bit of this, grab a bit of that, beep, boop, 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 and you're on it. But the big one is Christmas Day, because I got that, I got that eight bone USDA prime, prime ribs sitting in that fridge right now. Yeah, we're going to have to have a discussion with your wife, though. Uh, She had, I I had picked up some comments she had made a couple days back. Something about uh, uh, she doesn't want it to be medium rare for the kids to have it as medium rare. I said, "Well, then I might I be. Know. I, I, already, I might be I already, placing an order somewhere else. Then if that's I already the case. talked to her about it. I, trust me, I already talked. So her being a vegetarian, I first said, like, hey, you know, this is being cooked medium rare, so it is going to be dark pink, light red, all the way through wall to wall. That's going to be collagen, not, not blood. blood. The blood." The blood has been drained long before. It's collagen. It's just material. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wasn't going to buy this, you know, $100 prime rib only to have her, you know. Medium well. Hate me. Yeah. Right? But we'll see. The, yeah, she, I know, she's not going to, it's not going to fly. Well, what, prime, you, what we the, do, the what you do is you, you cook it medium rare and then the. Pe- Everything's going to be medium rare. And then the pieces will be sliced for thin. the children. Yes. Slice yes. thin and then you can just sear roast in a pan, in a pan a little yeah. bit more yeah. yes that's what always happens Very so cool. don't worry the good news is so the tough part was the vacuum pack ones are good to like the third right. but i didn't need eight bones but they didn't have any of the already butchered ones when i went so i just got the big one and i figure what i'll do is when i go to brine it on christmas eve i'll cut off like three bones and individually pack them for like ribeyes or delmonicos yep. right because and lisa's like well, why don't you just 
My wife's like, why don't you just cook it all? No. Well, because I'm not going to reheat a prime rib. Negative. Right? It's just not going to happen. Negative. Not going to happen. I have way too much self-respect for myself and for the prime rib. Yeah, and for the cow. Not, the cow this not, cow didn't lose its life for three of its not. ribs just to get cooked and then thrown in the garbage. Microwave. Yeah. No way. No spank you. So, I mean... I think we're we're chugging along here. Festivus is tomorrow. Uh, pole. My, I got to get my aluminum pole. It is aluminum. Good uh, strength to weight ratio out of the crawl space. And then Christmas. Um, I don't know. It, it's it's Christmas is a weird time. I think we talked about it last week. Uh, so our uh, growing up um, kind of tradition was. Uh, mimosas first you know there'd be like a quiche of some sort some type of breakfast quiche first thing in the morning and then uh, uh, some mimosas when um, we were in the roundabout general vicinity of age to drink Um, and so I think that's a good a good transition into cocktail hour because our cocktail this week is 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 again probably not necessarily a cocktail in the strictest definition of the word but it is, in fact, mimosas, because that was our childhood, and it's what I continue to drink every Christmas morning. It's our sh- childhood. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to be careful with how this is listed. Harken back on Christmases of yore, yeah. when we were both young boys. Slamming back Two bottles mimosas. of Brute Deep. <laughs> Empty cartons of orange juice strewn about the playroom. Sometimes, you know. Um, Hiccups and burps of carbonated, sparkling... Wasn't actual champagne because it wasn't from that region champagne of France. France yeah. But indeed, there the two bottles of uh, brought have been purchased. There is just the single liter of orange juice has been purchased. Mm. So there are two basic ways to make a mimosa: the right way and the wrong way. We'll start with the wrong way. The wrong way is about a two to one ratio of, uh, you know, you can do about four ounces of champagne to about two ounces of orange juice. That is probably the more respectable way, but it is also the incorrect way. Proper way to make a mimosa is to do, to fill your glass, leaving a very, I don't know, it depends on your glass. If you're using a champagne flute, those fit about six ounces, do about five and a half ounces of champagne. And then you take your uh, orange juice, no pulp because we're not heathens, um, and you pour it into your champagne flute, not to the brim, but only until the color changes to orange. You just need enough, say about a half a shot's worth, ounce and a half's worth, just enough to change the color of the beverage to orange. Your mimosa is now ready for you. I, you know... And a lot of you are probably thinking, well, you're just an alcoholic. Hmm. That's not correct. No. But it is. It's just like uh, like something with a splash, right? Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, I absolutely fucking adore mimosas. They're fantastic. Friend of the pod, Young Crame, is the absolute mimosa boy. Mm-hmm. I've never met a man who um, loves, appreciates, uh, participates, and kind of really just encapsulates everything about it. I mean, this guy, this guy's got it. And so he'll be thrilled to hear uh, that we're giving the mimosa its due. Oh, indeed. And you know what? I'm 
sure as soon as he listens to it, he'll send me a message saying that he's bought another bottle of champagne and he's going, well, he's actually probably on a plane right now. But when he gets to where he's going, we'll just go absolute mimosa bender. I know at about 8 a.m. Christmas morning, I'll be cracking the first one open before any presents are open. Everyone's st- I'll, I'll be up at 7, two cups of coffee deep. About about 8 o'clock, it's 5 o'clock somewhere, champagne's getting opened. So the unfortunate thing for me, and well, let me let me do this before I go beyond. Um, I'm going to give the Mimosa a 9 Wimbledon Woodies because mm. they're absolutely fantastic. It is the highest score we've given. Uh, I believe it is the Manhattan and the uh, Gin and Tonic Indeed. are the two previous recipients of a 9. Um, and if I could just wager a guess as to what Woody Harrelson was drinking at Wimbledon, out of all the cocktails we have made here at Garage Time, the mimosa has to be in the top five. I'm sure the GNT was there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, there was a mimosa that day it, at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Which it's a it's a dangerous uh, foundation to lay. Yeah, it, it, that that's building your house on sand right there. Because if you have the uh, fortitude in your gut to handle that carbonation. Um, you can drink a lot. Mm-hmm. Even me, I'm heartburn city over here, right? Yep. I can drink a lot, but man, it will put you on your ass or in mm-hmm. your case on my upstairs bathroom floor. Well, that may have happened once or twice. It, it, what well, once it happened once, once one Christmas was, uh, spent, in a three-year-old's full-size bed after I peeled you off the the bathroom floor. Hey. You, you weren't vomiting or anything. It was no, just no, a long no, no. day that started really early in the morning. As it all. did. A nap was required. Now, you know, it takes place during Christmas dinner yeah, and goes to midnight. But, you yeah, know. It, was, it was difficult. Yeah, it was a good sleep, I'll tell you that. Bathroom floors, have some as long as they're clean, and I know the bathroom floor I'm on, some of them are some of the best sleep you'll have. Uh to all well, the young listeners out there, something to look forward to. If you need, if you need to recenter on Christmas because you drank too many mimosas, just lay your ass down on the bathroom floor. Just make sure you know whose bathroom it is. Well, that's the key. That's the key. Well, I was going with something before uh, we hit that, and I completely yeah, you had lost some, it. you had somewhere you wanted to go with that before the wo- Woodies got in here. Kruger. You couldn't smooth a silk sheet if you had a hot date with a babe. I lost my train of thought. That's a shame. Well, maybe it'll come back, maybe it won't. However, we have some some official business to attend to. Some very exciting news. And that is that we have completed the um, Garage Time Christmas movie face-off. Hmm. We have a winner. You people have spoken. And I do mean you people. Um, And with that, it was a tight battle. It was close. And uh, with that, Home Alone versus A Christmas Story. Mm. Your final result for the all-time greatest Christmas movie is Home Alone. Mm. And by a very slim margin in the end, it was 53% to 47%. Your thoughts? Well, I'm glad it was as close as it was. I mean, those two movies 
put together. I expected it to be rather close. Um, now that this is finally over, I think we can give a little bit of our uh, the way we leaned. Uh, Christmas Story is probably my favorite Christmas movie. Uh, mixing a little nostalgia in with, I just think it's a good movie. Um, I I couldn't be happier with uh, what happened, our final four, and then down to the final two, the championship match, as it were. I couldn't be happier with those two, and either of them deserved to win. Um, but yeah, I, the people have spoken. Home Alone. Yeah, I. Uh, I'm glad Home Alone won, but let's let's go back, right? Mm. Let's do because we we kept we kept opinions to ourselves, which is not easy for us. No, no. So let's start at the beginning. Um, you know, I, I don't think there was anything anything crazy to to really break down in the initial round. I think I. I had mentioned that the Grinch and the Muppets Christmas Carol wasn't a fun one for me. Elf and Scrooge wasn't a fun one for me. Um, but the the first round was pretty much what you'd expect. Uh, you know, Home Alone versus Elf in the second round, a little difficult. Mm-hmm. I went with Home Alone one there. Um, but again, I think we're pretty pretty straight pretty pretty straightforward there was there anything in there in round two that really kind of i think the most difficult one from round two uh hang on on. let let me let me let me bring us back because i'm kind of let's just go through you got it in front of you right yeah yep let's just go through well so i think we're i think we're on the same page but yeah let's let's make sure so so you just tell me tell me what you got right so i first one so for our our first bracket home alone and bad santa i have the original home alone same um, and then we have Elf against Scrooge. I have Elf. This one um, was a little. I, I love Bill Murray and I love Scrooge, uh, but I mm. took Elf as well. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there, there's not much wrong with that film as it's as, as it sits. Just as as cinema goes, Elf is pretty pretty on the nose. Um, and I think the same with uh, Grinch. So Grinch versus the Muppets. I can't stand the Muppets in any uh, format, uh, whether Christmas, holiday, or otherwise. So that's a easy. Uh, wash for me towards the Grinch. So I took the Grinch as well, but I absolutely adore Muppets Christmas Carol. I mean, Mike, Michael Caine as Scrooge. I, just, I mean, I, Michael Caine, yeah, I know. I'm all about Michael but, Caine. But, I mean, the whole... But... I, I love it. I love it. Especially now that, like, I'm a dad and, like, the kids like it. So, oh, yeah. I, you and you and the wife, you can talk about how much you hate the Muppets because she yeah, hates it's it terrible. too. Um, and then we have Miracle on 34th Street against Polar Express. I took Miracle on 34th Street, but to be fair, I don't actually necessarily care for either of the movies but our grandfather who loved manhattans also loved that movie or just particularly one phrase in that movie mm-hmm. and that that pulled on some heartstrings so it got me on that so this side. one i i'm glad we went back because this one was a bit difficult for me so i took the polar express but i the original miracle on 34th street i i do that is the one classic that i enjoy that like i'm like I go out of my way to put on. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, what's up at the top? So then we have uh, another one verse four in Christmas Story and Die Hard. Uh, Christmas Story, as I said earlier, is one of my favorite all time movies. So, or at least Christmas movies. So that one pretty handily on my front. Yeah, I took the chalk there too. Sorry, sorry yep. about that there, Bruce. Uh, and then we have Home Alone two. Uh, versus It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, now here, It's a Wonderful Life is my favorite. Uh, old timey Christmas movie. 
Um, but I don't think there's any way that Bing Crosby and, and company can hold water against uh, Home Alone 2 and, and uh, Joe Pesci and company. Yeah, I took Home Alone 2 as well. And I, 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 I've got further thoughts on, on that, but I'll, I'll save it. I'll save it to the later rounds reviewed. Mm. Uh, and then we have uh, Christmas Vacation against Christmas with the Cranks. I do love Christmas with the Cranks, but there's just no way. That really much of anything's beaten Christmas Vacation, nope. an all-time classic. Clark wins out. Uh, and then we have Santa Claus and White Christmas. Uh, and uh, Tim Allen and Santa Claus uh, took it from me. Yeah, outstanding. Outstanding uh, adult humor at the beginning. One-liners. Uh, mm-hmm. Good stuff from from uh, Tim. So let, let me run through the the second round. So yep, Home Alone. Faces off as one seed against Elf, the two seed. So I took Home Alone in this. So I took Elf in this one. Um, and that was a tough one for me. That that one probably gave me the most pause out of any selection that we had throughout any of the rounds. Um, but I think it helped knowing that I had Home Alone 2 still available on the board uh, on the other side, which probably made it a little helpful. So I enjoy Elf. I thoroughly enjoy the part when he's walking to Gimbal's and he gets hit by a taxi out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was an all-time laugh moment for me in a theater. But Home Alone. Home Alone on there. Um, so moving down, the Grinch meets the only uh, underseed to move on, the Polar Express. I had Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Of course. Same here. Yeah. Christmas Story takes on Home Alone 2. Yeah, Who'd you have? so that's easy for me. Story yeah. two. I took Home Alone two because, and this is where we're gonna we're gonna take a, a little detour. I think Christmas Story has a place. I think it serves a purpose, but I think it is the uh, byproduct of. Whomever decided to put it on TBS for 24 straight hours. It has masticized into something Mm -hmm. that is not on its own merit. And I think it's because people like you grew up and it was because it happened to me, right? It was on one Christmas. You're the one that did it to me. So last episode where it was on at a grandparents and someone said it was on Twitter. So you think, okay, well. It's on 24 hours on this channel. It must be the best one. Uh, But furthermore, I think Home Alone 2 has a strong case to be better than Home Alone 1. And we talked about it being like that Terminator franchise. Mm -hmm. Terminator 2. If you think about all the funny parts in Home Alone 2, Tim Curry, all the, the this's and the that's, I mean, it's... It's up there. I'm not saying it's better than Home Alone 1, but I mean, it's up there. And mm-hmm. so for me, while I don't hate Christmas Story, I feel like Home Alone... And, and this was another thing I, I, I was mad at myself about. I don't think I did, and it's my fault. It's our fault. I'm not sure we did a good enough job explaining how this bracket should have been voted. And what I mean by that is, this isn't... Which is your favorite? Because that's easy to say, well, between these two movies, I'll go with what's comfortable for Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. The way it should have been done is 
each matchup, you got to pick one. And what that means is the one you pick remains and the one you don't gone forever is gone forever erased from the memory of time it does not exist you have to choose to save one and to kill one Mm -hmm. because and this one of one of my buddies from st louis was talking about this when i kind of called him out on the page because i thought he was going to go the other way on me in one of the later matchups and and the way he was describing how he chose, I went, you know, God, if I would have been more clear, mm-hmm. right? You got to fucking execute this one and save that yeah. one, right? Who, what kind of different choices would be made? Right. But anyways, moving on. Uh, Christmas Vacation meets the Santa Claus in the final uh, second round match. It's a little tougher and tougher, but I think uh, Clark uh, axes uh, uh, Tim Allen for the second time in a row. That's right. That's right. Where are you going to put a tree that big? Bend over. I'll show you. I'm moving into the final four. Home Alone, the original. We've got chalk across the board. So Home Alone takes on the Grinch. Yeah, so this was... This is tough, but since I've... I had already sided against Home Alone with Elf. The Grinch, as the masterpiece of a film that it is, had to also win out, which it did in my book. This was tough for me because I absolutely love The Grinch. And if it was in the vein of one of the movies is gone forever, I don't know if I could get rid of The Grinch. Um, I voted for Home Alone, though. But man... I'm still not confident in my vote. How I how I really, if one were to be taken away from me, I'm not sure. Yeah. So then we have Christmas Story and Christmas Vacation. Yeah, this one was going to be, uh, I was very interested to see how this one ran because they're both kind of same era of, of release and, and whatnot. Uh, I went with Christmas Story, of course. I went with Christmas Vacation. Um, I'm thoroughly heartbroken i wanted to i wanted to post no questions at this time but i couldn't tip my hand because i knew there was another round to go Mm. uh just not still not over it still stings still stings that's a tough one and then uh home alone christmas story to face off yeah and uh story for me all the way through yep and home alone home alone on this side so but it was uh, fair. It was honest. The will of the people, whether we like it or not, has spoken. Um, and it was good to see last year Kevin McAllister finally got to sit down and enjoy this highly nutritious mm-hmm. uh, macaroni dinner. Got to have a bite of it. I will say, just as a as a point in defending my uh, now executed, um, uh, look how they massacred my boy, uh, Christmas okay. Story. Um out of all of these movies, and and ninety percent of them I would watch over and over again. I don't know that there is a better movie to have on for twenty four hours than the Christmas Story, right? Because it never takes you on, right. Your emotional ups and downs aren't as uh, drastic, right? The hills and valleys of plot development aren't something to where I need to be engaged in this movie at all times, as opposed to it can be on the background and I can turn around and go, Oh, they're about to kick Ralphie down the slide. This is funny. Let's watch this. And then when it happens, go, okay, 
and turn around again, right? But at the same time, you're you're now describing to me uh, white noise. You've just chose a fucking sound machine to fall asleep no, to as see, the best Christmas movie ever. I don't think that's... The, it's on, but, you know... Well, no, see, because the, my point is not that that's how it is always consumed. I'm saying, in a way, I sit down and I watch it probably three or four times start to finish on Christmas Day while I'm pounding down the third bottle of champagne. Just straight out of the bottle at this point. I've broken three flutes and I'm done with it. I'm watching Christmas Story. But when it is time to wrap presents or when dinner's about to get going, we turn the volume down or something, right? It can stay on constantly, but I can also sit and watch it. I think it's very... My point is, out of all of these, I don't think any other one is more suited to be able to be in that 24-hour time slot. If that is a requirement that one must be, I don't think Christmas Story loses out to any of the other ones in that regard. I just think it's mayonnaise. Like, that movie is mayonnaise. Like, I like mayonnaise on chicken sandwiches, on this, on that. I use mayonnaise, but there's there's nothing... I I can understand nothing that. amazing about Which it. Which is where I kind of think it it fits in that in 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 that vein of maybe not white noise. It seems a little disrespectful, but uh of, of yeah. Well, that's what I'm going for. I'm going like, for it. I don't know. I don't want to dissect all of these movies into like could I if Elf was on. I'm like, are right, we at the plot point where they're singing in the shower and now the love's gonna start, or is Peter Dinklage yelling at somebody now? I I, I don't know. Like, where are we at in the plot? Like, I don't have to develop that in my head. I can just turn it on, turn the volume I mean, up, I, and I be mean, like, let's go. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I I uh, I'm still reeling, licking my wounds. Mm. Um, can't believe it. Never thought it would happen. But such is the will of the people, and, the, and there it is. Yeah. I'd like to take this time, however, before I forget, um, with, with Christmas wrapping up here uh, on the show and also in real life, that means uh, in my life, I've got to do a lot of work uh, at my actual job. And so there is a good chance where next week we will not have an episode. Um, we're gonna try. We're gonna we're gonna see if we can't squeeze one in, um, but we may or may not. So if not, uh, don't be alarmed. But also uh, enjoy your Christmas. Enjoy your New Year. Uh, if you celebrate Kwanzaa, have a joyous Kwanzaa. If you don't celebrate anything, just uh, be kind. Be safe. All of those things, but we will for sure be back on the 6th of January. So before we went any further, I wanted to put that out in there uh, just just to make sure everyone, you know, wasn't wrinkling their nose and wondering where the hell we went if we weren't around next week. Yeah. But Christmas isn't over because I still haven't finished our, our uh, menu for Christmas Day. Still got to finish some sides and I still got to go buy some shit tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, let me know. I can roast potatoes. I can uh, make a Got any good recipes for a big dinner? Uh, Of course you do. We can go right to the Garage Time Instagram page and find some. We can can (laughs) steal some recipes from our uh, Thanksgiving special. Let them know where they could find that. Yeah. So to find our uh, Thanksgiving special with all our recipes on it, you can uh, see that at our socials, uh, at Garage Time Pod, at Instagram, at Garage Time Pod. 
uh, on Twitter and also Garage Time Pod uh, on Facebook. Uh, you can email us at garagetimepod at gmail.com with any of your favorite recipes. Uh, or maybe if you think we left a movie out, contact us there at any at the email or any of our socials. Um, also, make sure that you are subscribed to all of our podcasts. I was going to say all of our podcasts. We do, in fact, have two podcasts. But make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts to Garage Time. Uh, I think Spotify, it says to follow and not subscribe. Um, but whatever the terminology is, make sure that you that you do that. Follow, subscribe. Uh, you'll get our newest episodes that when we drop them um, Wednesday mornings, afternoons, uh, immediately up on your timeline on Spotify or Apple. Uh, that's the best way to see us. Um, so, yeah, like Adam said, we're not probably going to have an episode next week but that gives you an opportunity to go back and listen to some of your favorite episodes of garage time or if you're so inclined as i just mentioned we do have another podcast top drawer podcast it's about english uh soccer or football if you will um as the english say uh this is all about to hot up the games are coming hot and fast they're hotting up hotting up uh we're having uh, they call them match weeks um, there's 20 games a day. It seems like are happening. It's Narnia. This um, whole it, yeah. it's Narnia. They don't stop the they don't stop the clock when the ball goes out. It's it's insane. It, it's it's fantastic. So uh, you can go catch us uh, catch that podcast uh, again at any of your um, favorite streaming services. That's right. All right. Well, I got a lot of stuff to do tomorrow. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff to do the next day and the day after. Busy week. Busy week. I'm sure my wife would be trying to take down the tree, like, on Boxing Day. Negative. Like, she will. She'll do it while I'm at work. I'm like, I normally leave it to, like, New Year's yeah, once go New Year's is yeah. over. Okay? Everything's done. I can still be a little festive. Yeah. When January. I'm not going to play Christmas music and stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to watch Christmas movies. No. But I'll plug the tree in. Mm-hmm. If the tree's up, the tree has to be plugged in. Yeah, of course. I'm not going to have a not-lit tree while I'm in front of it. Correct. It's ridiculous. First thing I do when I come downstairs, I plug in the wreath, the, the, the garland on the mantle, and I plug in the tree. But yeah, that thing I'm sure will be gone before I'm home from work on the 26th, which will break my heart. All the warmth leaves your house on January 2nd. The trees are down. The we decorations leave, are gone. We leave the, the garland up on the mantle with the lights. I make sure that happens so that way I can still have like, like it's not super Christmas. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's nothing else to it. Last year I had a hard time. I was like, fucking figure something out. Do some sp- fucking get a bunch of rabbit's feet and put some fucking lights through it, which there it is. That'd be would never l- happen. A little gruesome, her. but <laughs> give me some springtime garland. I don't know. I'm telling Go to you, Hobby Lobby, we, spend if, some money. If we if we really lean into it, we call them holiday trees. Just all you all you have to do is change the nope. change the ornaments. Nope. nope, nope, nope. Not for me. Not for me. Negative. Don't even don't even put that. I'm gonna post cut that out of this shit. I can't believe you just. I'm disgusted. Hey, that was. That, I'm not saying it's my idea. It's just an idea. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, there are lots of ideas out in the world that don't deserve to be repeated. Okay. That's one of them. Well, all right. All right. Well, on that terribly disappointing note, mm. everybody, again, Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry anything you uh, celebrate or don't celebrate. Have a happy new year. Thanks so much. Take care. Be kind. Love one another. Have a good time. Enjoy it. 
Uh, and of course, as always, keep those beers cold.